Welcome to another episode of the Web3 Experience. Our guest today is Andrew Klein at JRR Token NFT on Twitter. Andrew is currently the VP of NFT and Metaverse Brand Experience at Sweet.io. S W E E T. Sweet is an experience driven NFT platform offering officially licensed NFTs and collectibles that connects the world's biggest brands with the world's most enthusiastic fans. Sweet has helped launch NFT collections with artists like Elton John, sports teams like the Milwaukee Bucks, Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks, Chicago Blackhawks, Red Bull and McLaren Racing, as well as brands like Macy's, Kia and Old Navy. Andrew has also personally worked with top-tier brands like Microsoft, Coca-Cola North America, Comcast, Walmart, Wendy's, Converse, Honda, and Mondelez in the conception and production of innovative end-to-end -end ad products across a variety of media platforms. He works in close partnership with clients, media vendors, strategy, activation, and creative teams to ideate and create first-to-market and award-winning branded consumer experiences. Please enjoy our conversation with Andrew Klein. Is that a plugin for Zoom that I can get? Uh, actually, it's just using Snapcam, and you're able to uh, so Snapchat, but for desktop, and you could also load it in as a filter on Snapchat, the app. Um, but this is our little site called Spelt Funny, but it's avatars at XYZ. I think it's like point four ETH. You can uh, will make your your NFT head anything you uh, want as long as you own the NFT. Yeah, it's pretty fun. We've been making them for a lot of folks. Catching on now. I mean, like CloneX now officially gives you instructions how to download 3D files and put it together yourself in Snap Editor and all that stuff. But uh, if that's too much for you and you just want to use it for your team Zooms and Google Meets and anything else, then we could set it up for you easy peasy. All right, that was a little pre-show plug for avatars.xyz. That's A-V-A-T-X-R-S dot X-Y-Z, enabling you to build your Web3 identity. Become your NFT on Zoom calls, for example. It uses augmented reality to superimpose a 3D rendering of an NFT that you own so that you can quite literally be your NFT on video conference calls. All right, that being said, Avatars at XYZ is definitely worth a look. Now, let's get back to the show. You're the VP of NFT and Metaverse Experience over at Sweet.io, an NFT platform. Would love to just hear a little bit about your background, how you got into the NFT space and even crypto and uh, what brought you here. Always been an early adopter of tech, even as a, a young kid. Love video games and also uh, getting Pretty much online early. I remember having, you know, a laptop plugging in in 96 and playing Doom with my friend. He's like, dial up and call my number. And I'm like, wow, I see you over there. We're playing against each other, even though you're across town. And like, that was the earliest time I think I experienced metaverse, right? Where you have this digital connection and, and it was super early. And I just was obsessed with those types of, you know, cool experiences and VR and anything nerdy and kind of pursued that in my you know, growing up and into my career, started working at an internet service provider out of college, doing some interesting kind of product innovation for them, where we were building out new types of 
internet infrastructures, wireless infrastructures, but at the end of the day, powering music festivals so that people can pay with their credit card swipes. So help people connect and Eminem play Xbox against Jay-Z at Yankee Stadium. So that was kind of cool. Then uh, started getting into, you know, obviously what was Web2 at the time, uh, which is social media, like when Twitter was SMS and uh, Facebook was really just, you know, evolving and brands started using social media. And I, I kind of figured out, wow, this is going to be a new way for people to connect and share and, and content to, to be distributed. And it could be really fun if you do this the right way for community engagement. I ended up getting offered a job to work at an agency, a media agency called Publicis Group, which is uh, one of the, the big ones out there who support their, their holding company. They support thousands of global clients uh, doing all their advertising. I started there with an expertise in social media strategy, uh, connecting people with uh, brands in some fun ways and evolved into all things innovation. So yeah, a lot of uh, emerging technology like VR, AR, AI experiences, talking to Google and Alexa, building out these kind of like next gen experiences for brands. And that became my passion and, and my expertise. I mean, I was hearing about blockchain around 2015. And I got really excited about, you know, the use cases of that. But at the time, it was so hard that consumers weren't really able to connect with it. I was trying to come up with these slides and diagrams like, hey, here's how influencers can actually mint their content first on the blockchain and then post it to Facebook and YouTube and anywhere else. And so they really own it, but there was no way for consumers to connect in an easy way. So kind of put that on the back burner. And, and then it was really the height of NBA Top Shot, uh, the Beeple sale. I was, I've been a Beeple fan for 15 years when he was on Tumblr and followed him across platforms. But when he sold that piece um, and I saw people collecting NBA Top Shot, I was like, oh man, there's really something here and something really exciting. And the same way that I got excited about social media back in the day, that feeling like this is going to be a big, a big thing that's going to change people. And the fact that people were telling me, why are you taking pictures of food? And why would you check in and tell people where you are? Are you crazy? That resistance also is that feeling that helps perpetuate that this is something that is going to be game changing. Started uh, <clears throat> spending my own time my own money, creating a wallet, getting a, an ENS first, creating an anonymous name for fun. I was like, oh, do I need to make up a fake name? The first things I was started to do was, you know, set up the wallet, then had uh, that agita of trying to fund it, then getting that figured out with gas fees are and all that stuff and ended up getting my ENS name, JRR token. And I'm like, oh, do we have to have fake names? Uh, we all get to pick fake ones. That's so cool. And went with it. So picked JR token, got that. The ENS was actually my first purchase. Just went from there, started getting into 200 discords, like completely maxed out at all times and having to have a weakest link, your time on survivors off and you're off the island and somebody new fills in, but just really engaging with the community and falling in love with it to the point where now I'm at Sweet. Uh, I went full-time from agency world to creating these NFT experiences for brands, uh, which is definitely my passion. And, and I feel as the future of how for not just brands, but everything we're going to be uh, leveraging more and more. Wow. You've kind of been a, lot. <laughs> a part of the internet sort of as it's evolved, which is super cool. I mean, even it's you mentioned aging myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From when social media was the new thing to probably even then mobile. And now this thing called web three and being sort of in the metaverse realm, 
There's been some talk about metaverses recently. I think I saw the Wall Street Journal publish an article today about metaverses. It's been it bullish or bearish. They've been <laughs> bullish and bearish, right? I read it and there's there have been some criticisms. Some say it's like a little bit of maybe a dismal place, concerns that people might disengage from solving real world problems. Do you think that's a fair kind of concern? And uh, maybe what does the metaverse mean to you? And in the context of kind of what you and Sweet do for brands, what does the metaverse mean and how is it relevant? I've been playing in the metaverse for a long time, since at least uh, 96 when I remember, which was the first time I had a social connection digitally. That was the first time I was able to like, connect with a friend. And at the time, there was no voice chat. You know, you were just looking at a character moving, probably shooting you. It was very limited, but at the time, it was like magical. You just keep looking at how that evolved from, you know, playing a game to social connections, to chat rooms, to voice chat and everything else. It really became a real evolution of the gaming experience which is also entertaining, but also provides connection. All these metaverses, as we call it today, is really all based on game engine technology at the end of the day. Like you are uh, leveraging something that's built on Unity, built on Unreal. It's, a, it's built on game mechanics, but you can now dance, party, gamble, or do something else besides one one game, right? You could almost do anything, which becomes really fun, but it's also a, a more immersive experience, right? The idea that this is the metaverse is like kind of like the evolution of the digital experience. It's just a 3D internet experience, not always, but tends to be a 3D uh, experience where you can move somewhere, you could go experience something. It's not just flat, not just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and then clicking into a drop down menu to keep scrolling, right? You could put the clothes on, you can ride that car, you can fly on that thing. So obviously there's a layer of entertainment. It was also the social connection. I think if it wasn't for a lot of people working from home because of the pandemic, I think there would have been still a delay of even using the word metaverse where it's important and it became part of our daily language for a lot of people. You can't almost get away from not hearing that at this point because we were all locked away and looking for connection uh, when people were working from home or um, and not able to see each other and their friends and family, it provided a way for people to connect. So what it did was actually accelerate the need for that type of digital connection and allowed people, not only people, but also some brands to start exploring how can they use that to connect with their audiences. If I was just going to put What's the metaverse in like a very simple phrase? It's just the internet, but in 3D. I don't think people are going to like spend so much time in there that they're going to lose sense of reality. Like we're not at that quality of experience yet. We're certainly not in that permanent state where you could put that VR headset on and feel completely disconnected and want to be there. Or can your brain can handle that type of uh <laughs> that visual load and stimuli, uh, I don't think it's going to have that type of impact. I think people are just going to be connecting it with the same way, you know, they do everything else. And instead of scrolling on your phone, you're perhaps on your browser, maybe you're on in a game experience on the platform, or it's definitely a social connection. And what we're using them as suite is like portals to connect brands into more immersive web experiences and allow them to experience their NFTs in some different ways. So one that was pretty popular of ours is the Cleveland, uh, it's called My Cavs Locker for the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball team. We used uh, what we call a, a microverse. Basically, we create these fun experiences, the ability to give out a 
Cleveland Cavaliers 3D Locker as a free NFT. Um, we gave away 100,000 of them and allowed fans to collect those. Now, these are on Tezos. And once you collected this, you were then opening a portal to go inside that locker and start filling that locker with other NFTs, with 3D jerseys, 3D shoes, you know, merchandise. And the more that you filled up your locker, uh, the more experience points you would get. And you would, as a fan, earn VIP upgrades, you know, the owner giving his seats away on the on the floor, food upgrades, food perks, uh, a lot of really fun things that you know fans are freaking out over and love because it's giving them that access to something greater, and they get to experience it by going into their locker <laughs> and showcasing and seeing their uh, their stuff. Now, what we've been doing that that's what we call a microverse. It's not full agency to move around, but it certainly gives you a feeling of some immersion, some spatial a place to enjoy 3D NFTs you bought um, and a place to kind of tell a story too. So that's uh, something very unique about our, our company suite, you know, and how we work with brands and how we do drops, you know, outside of just here's a rectangle, enjoy. <laughs> uh, you know, we want to bring people into a, a somewhat, a, a very branded, but familiar and fun environment that they want to come back to. So it's not necessarily like these kind of one and done and we look at metaverse as that extension. We are building out uh, headquarters in uh, Decentraland, which is pretty fun. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff happening there. We create wearables and you know things uh, for you know your avatars and ways that these brands could connect for their own metaverse experiences if they want. You know, kind of runs the gamut of Web two and a half metaverse to full blown Web three crypto enabled. <laughs> I love that strategy of kind of giving away the free NFT as a way to introduce people uh, to the world of NFTs, because sometimes I wonder, okay, why doesn't everybody own an NFT, right? Because, you know, we who know about it, right? Digital property rights, we love that. Whenever we play a game, we actually own our assets and we can, and those have kind of value, right? That we can, uh, you know, we can sell them for, we can borrow against them hopefully soon, right? Um, but kind of all of these benefits that we know uh in love about nfts and wondering okay why aren't why doesn't everybody own an nft and that's because the i think the idea of or the idea and the concept and the benefits of those nfts uh isn't super apparent so i love that you're kind of giving these free nfts out and then uh introducing them to that environment and then being like wow look at all these cool things that nfts can do and hey you get some uh you free real world benefits as well like giving away seats and by the way uh huge cab fan so near and dear to my heart i might be getting a locker <laughs> uh, you better you better get that yeah there's a lot more uh coming coming soon so uh, definitely tune in to uh, mycavslocker.io it's an awesome experience and uh, if you need a locker maybe I could hook you up so let me know <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I mean the ease of use and being able to be familiar and get into it like that is exactly why I came to this company suite because I I believe that we could bring in the next billion people to NFTs I came here because I also had like a little bit of trial by fire um, obviously, I knew of all things DGEN world, right? But that's a little bit different when you're talking and catering to your own community, right? Of Web3 DGENs and, you know, creating fun projects that we get and we understand that there's like also a, like a flipper mentality to it, right? But that's not necessarily what everybody wants when it comes to NFT. Like flipping is not the only thing, right? There is utility. There is value that it can have. There is the access it can grant you. From a marketing standpoint, it really does create a very 
great sticky opportunity to connect with somebody on a long-term basis, just even given the nature of, you know, blockchain and non-fungible tokens, right? If done right, you could actually create something really magical that's not about money grabs, but about connecting and then building more brand love and brand loyalty that will pay for in and of itself over time. And, you know, you're basically creating this, maybe a perpetual revenue stream with people wanting to get in more because if you create a really great experience and great offering and, and you know, great to your, your customers and they will keep coming back or people will want to get in and then that's the thing that happens with NFTs as well. But I, the trial by fire thing was like, Working with brands at the previous agency, you know, I'll give an example is Campbell's Soup being one of them. I was able to uh, work with them and create the red and white, you know, like Andy Warhol. I'm like, ooh, here we go. Um, it's going to be fun. It was really fun. Uh, but we ended up working with them to launch the, the redesign of their label and work with an up and coming artist to create an NFT to celebrate that. And, you know, our real goal was just to celebrate the notion that this can after 60 years was being updated. So what was hot and what is still hot is obviously NFTs and NFT art at the time. So we wanted to, you know, celebrate and, and memorialize that on the blockchain. Um, now at the time, solutions were limited and it was basically an open sea drop. Um, and it worked and it was fine. But what was very clear was how frictionful it was to, you know, work with clients, work with people who are working on the brand and, and they're for the first time setting up MetaMask wallets. You know, you need to do that securely. You know, it's got to fund the wallets if you want to participate. And in some cases, they were trying to figure that out and we was helping them figure that out, but it was hard, right? They needed to be handheld through that process, which is not, you know, something that you should necessarily need to do for something of that nature, right? It should be easy. Some cases, people signing up that wanted to do it realized that, oh, you have to wait four to seven business days to move your funds from the Coinbase to the MetaMask. And they're like, oh, I'm going to miss the drop. I'm like, yes, yes, you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully you get it on secondary. That was a, a, a issue of they have this amazing audience. Campbell's has been building a, a brand for over a hundred years. And obviously not <laughs> all those audiences are alive though, but you know, over at least the last 30, they've been focusing on, you know, connecting with a digital audience, building that audience and reaching that. And they're in the hundreds of millions, right? But they weren't able to engage them with this experience. They read about it in the news, but they didn't necessarily have the ability to connect with it, right? Because they were blocked by technology um, and it was too hard. After that is when I started looking at the agency across all the different marketplaces and trying to find a solution to make it frictionless and turnkey for a common novice who's never had a habit NFT experience be able to get one. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate enough to come across Sweet Tomazone, who's the CEO, awesome, awesome guy, uh, was basically launching everything that I wanted and dreamed of from like an NFT marketplace platform, the ability to log in in three steps with a web two login credential, you know, a phone number or a Google account or your Twitter or, or Apple pay and have a wallet and be able to either claim or just buy the NFT and not buy with crypto, but buy with a credit card swipe in an intuitive pay flow. And you will have a real NFT, a ETH, ETH NFT, a Polygon NFT or Tezos NFT a real one in your wallet. Now I said, well, what if I am like me who, you know, uh, up until three degening, uh, want, I want to move that to my own wallet, my own collection. Well, absolutely. Because they allow you to transfer that to your personal wallet. And 
take it and, and do whatever you wish. So there's no barriers. There's no like fake NFTs. There's no sense of like, this isn't real. It's fully real, fully usable and ended up working with them to work with Macy's. Uh, to do the wow. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade float NFTs. And I had the benefit of, you know, working as sweet as a client, uh, but having a great working relationship. And we put on a phenomenal campaign that was game changing in a brand space. You know, Macy's a very 96 year old, well, they were celebrating their 96th anniversary of the parade floats. Uh, so we had uh, these crazy floats that some were auctioned and raised a couple hundred thousand dollars, uh, but we gave away 9,500 for free during the parade nationally televised, right? And normal people, normal audiences, not DJs, were able to connect, go to this site and claim a, a Macy's Parade NFT. And I was getting like screenshots and messages from coworkers, friends, and 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 some family members saying, I just got offered $600 on this. I got offered $1,200 on this. And, and that's great. And that was kind of part of the magic is that, yes, this is free. Uh, this is a collector's item. And the best part is if you sell it 10% baked into the royalty, uh, the secondary royalty of the smart contract goes to make a wish foundation forever in perpetuity. And so we've raised over a million dollars for make a wish um, with Macy's Day Parade Flutes that sell over and over again. But we started engaging a mass audience, a nationally televised audience to be able to come claim and uh, and get this and then even have some holiday money if they decided to sell it. You know, Macy's is now launching fully into Web3 where they're providing wearables and doing Decentraland experience uh, wearables and digital t-shirt giveaways all, you know, starting from that, that early adopter who just was able to claim it, but still a normal, usual Macy's audience, not That's huge. a small segment. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get involved with a company like Macy's that's been around or that's been doing their Thanksgiving Day Parade for 96 years? How do you get them on board to explore this emerging technology that is NFTs? I mean, is there is there skepticism at those initial conversations or what is what do those conversations look like in, in, in some cases? Sure. I mean, that was the the first thing I ended up doing after really immersing myself into it and, and identifying that, you know, these are amazing opportunities. This is the natural evolution of the internet experience. And, you know, you're not just going to sit in web two forever. I mean, yes, there are some brands who can't figure out web one to this day, but that's fine. Not everyone's going to get there. But most of these brands want to be innovative. They want to have uh, be ahead of others. They want to be competitively have competitive advantages. They want to be cool and they do want to test and learn, but they do need to be justified in why, you know, have a, a reason to be there, not just to do an NFT, to do an NFT drop, but because it's going to it's solve a problem. And now I had the benefit of having Macy's as a client at the agency, and my role was to deliver innovation opportunities. So my, if I didn't bring that, I would have not have been doing my job. But I'll tell you that it wasn't just, oh, let's just do this. We had a, a full-blown strategy and rationale as to why. But the, the real crux of that was that we wanted to revolutionize charitable giving. We wanted to be able to use NFTs to actually change how charity is done. And we did that because using NFTs as a smart contract and giving something away for free that can generate secondary revenues can go to that charitable partner in perpetuity. That was really the goal. Yes, it's a celebration of Thanksgiving, 
of 95 years, cool art, and also the benefit of being able to engage a, a community of audiences. So at Sweet, when our with our brands, you know, we certainly um, explain the importance of having community or the opportunity to start building community in the Web3 way, right? Like Discord and token-gated experiences and channels. And, you know, some brands, again, are not ready for that yet. So at Sweet, we have uh, our own Sweet Discord and we create brand channels if needed to help support those brands and help nurture them and get them started. But Macy's was leveraging ours and and then when they were, they built out their own Discord server with all the collab land and all the connections. And, you know, we migrated, helped them migrate the users over. You know, we still have a very healthy, happy community of sweet holders who are, they're like, I'm never going there. I'm like, well, you can, it's cool. We're, it's all good. <laughs> they're like, <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> you say so. Uh, trust me, you'll get really awesome things. <laughs> you'll want to uh, use your NFT. <laughs> so help, you know, take the training wheels off so that they could start exploring that. And then that's where they're finding their own brand voice in the space. And the community is telling them what they want, what they want to see, what's working, what's maybe not working. So the value of having that type of insight from brands and, you know, audiences that can really become like evangelists, mm -hmm. that's a big deal for a brand outside of just making revenue on, on a primary drop. There's certainly that, but a lot of the brands that we're working with are truly looking to engage fans um, and trying to bring them closer to the things that they love. Yeah, it's yeah. more than just the NFT. It's the brand experience and they want to connect with their customers, their fans, right? I'm in your Discord now, right? The Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks, the Bucks. I mean, it's, it's super cool to see all the partnerships that you've formed. We are having a lot of fun, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't easy. It was a little bit of convincing at the time where this was very new. Everything moves so fast that it's no longer convincing. I mean, we have regularly tons of meetings all day, every day with brands looking to come to suite to help launch their end-to-end -end NFT strategies and experiences and metaverse experiences. And it's, uh, it's a fantastic on time, it's good to know that the brands are very serious about this. They want to be here. They want to participate, but they want to do it right. And we we always challenge them to make sure that they're doing that in you know, authentic ways that are meaningful, but also fun and innovative too. Highlighting uh, a really understated benefit of kind of the crypto Web3 NFT community in general. And it's that kind of community engagement and benefit to larger companies, right? Think about, uh, especially from a you know, product manager standpoint at those companies, think about how valuable it would be to have direct access to a thousand of your best customers, right? For direct feedback on what to build or what to change or you know what to do because you you know, those best customers are the most engaged and, you know, they're probably a large percentage of your sales. And so I think that's, that's just a massive, a massive understated benefit for these companies. Yeah, it's super fun. And well, you know, working with the sports teams really interesting because those are your most like kind of hardcore, passionate fans of, of something, you know, like very tangible like that. And well, over the last eight months, you know, the search for the next blue chip NFT, it's a really interesting thought that people are looking to find the blue chip NFT you know, like another CryptoPunk or another Bored Ape um, or something, a clone X. If you think about it, it's like these are blue chip companies and they could create an NFT and they have product, they have process, they have fulfillment, they have places, they have the things that you want and they're ready to deliver today uh, versus we got to figure out this roadmap. <laughs> oh no, ETH is down a little bit. So we have to erase the roadmap. Like these are companies that are very 
you know, healthy and not going anywhere, but now able to tap into the magic of Web3 to start providing some really unique benefits. And as you mentioned to, you know, your biggest supporters and evangelists, it's going to be super fun and super wild. And, you know, that's what we get jazzed about is like talking about utility (laughs) with our, uh, with our clients, like, okay, so what can we get? And how do we give away the most coolest priceless things possible? They do, uh, they do bring it. McLaren's a great example. Um, we uh, have been doing for McLaren F1 racing. We've been working with them for some time and we really love tapping into that community and wanting to give them what they want. And we started doing kind of giveaways. So if you get the NFT, you have a chance to access like a hot lap or a garage tour or, or even go to a Grand Prix. Like our first thing was uh, assemble the 35 pieces of the livery of the F1 McLaren livery vehicle put the pieces together and the first uh, 35 people that do that will go to a, a Grand Prix. They did that pretty quickly uh, and the fans went and fans loved it. And now we're, you know, we're bringing them even more to go meet the drivers, to go take a tour. And it's like blowing their minds. People are crying because of that, like this, uh, I wish I could share the video. We're trying to get, we <laughs> wanted to show it, but it's like a tearjerker of like somebody who for the first time, ever said that they bought an NFT, never heard about an NFT, but saw it when they went to the race grounds, scanned it, went to the site, bought it one. And, and she was like, this is my dream come true. And we were able to do that same day, just through getting one, getting an NFT. It's really cool. That is such a great story. I have been trying to onboard a couple of my normie friends, if you will, onto, um, you know, crypto NFTs, blockchains, and I gifted them some NFTs right now. These NFTs were on Optimism, um, an Ethereum layer two. It is incredibly hard to explain to them, right, all what you were just talking about there, uh, open up a wall, blah, blah, blah. And so right now I'm kind of, we'll call it managing their NFT for them. So for somebody like me who wants to involve all of their friends right in nfts gift them something kind of onboard them uh how would i go about doing that using maybe something that sweet offers um we actually have a really fun gifting tool when you go to sign up for sweet it's pretty straightforward it's not dissimilar from the last 15 years of signing up for any website or application, right? Again, it's a web to sign in. So you can sign up with your phone number, uh, you can uh, sign up with Twitter, or Google or a Apple Pay account. And like that, boom, you're in, you have an account, and you could browse our marketplace. Um, and you can purchase any of the NFTs that are listed in the marketplace, or you could look at the user sales or auctions and and just kind of peruse and buy. Now, if you want to buy, you don't need to have crypto. You can pay with crypto if you have it, but if you're completely new and don't, um, you're able to click on an item. Everything is listed in fiat. Uh, there's no translation. It doesn't say ETH. It's, it's either it's like fifty dollars. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's what <laughs> what it what it is. And when you click buy, uh, you get brought into a usual credit card pay flow. It usually just auto fills from your Chrome browser if you already got that synced up. And you click buy, and then it's in your wallet. And you can authenticate it depending on what blockchain it's on. If it's a Tezos, you can check out uh, on the Baker's blog. If it's on uh, Polygon, you could look at Polyscan or Etherscan if it's on ETH. And uh, it is a real true NFT, and you could just have it in your wallet. Now, if you wanted to, let's say you bought it, but you want to gift it to somebody, uh, we actually have a really cool and easy gifting feature. Uh, so you're able to click the three dots and hit 
gift and you can, it will provide you with a QR code or it will provide you with a URL. And as long as you send that to your friend and they click it or they scan it, uh, they'll be asked to sign up in the same easy process and they will have it in their wallet instantly. And that's as easy as that. We do accept crypto. If you are very much, I must pay for this in crypto, you're welcome to. And uh, it uses uh, the, the Coinbase uh, you know, uh, pay exchange to accept any, any crypto you might want in equal value. So you make it super, super easy. And in some cases, they're free. Uh, Kia, we actually did something really fun for, I think it was our second drop with Kia, Kia Auto, uh, Kia USA. And we worked with a Web3 community called DAS, Dead Army Skeleton club, which is like a, a 3D PFP skeleton community. We featured their PFPs in the Kia commercial. So they were moving like it's for the Kia soul. So if you remember the hamsters, people are like, are these the hamsters, but dead? No, they were not. This is a, they're just a different character. So they're their DAS characters, the community, like watching that go live in the community, like finding out about it was probably one of the best things I ever saw, like watching a discord completely lose their mind over a secret Kia commercial that's airing nationally kind of with their avatars and PFPs in them. It's like pretty cool for them. In the commercial spot, there was a drive-through scene and the guy who's looking at this car full of skeletons pulls up and looks at his phone. And on his phone is a QR code with a sweet logo on it. And if you caught that and scanned it, you would get an NFT. And we gave away 10,000 Kia Soul cards free. And also in the mix was 100 Kia DAS characters, which were super rare. And they were all gone within 48 hours, people scanning a TV spot. Not dissimilar from Coinbase doing the Super Bowl spot, except we actually gave away an NFT instead of just the sign up, right? So it was that instant gratification uh, that people are like, whoa, this is cool. What is that? Behavior says scan that QR code. And there is at the other end, a really cool Kia NFT. It's that easy that we, our clients trust us to embed this now in their high reach media, national media, national advertising to place the QRs because it's that easy. So this is how we're doing this with um, our NBA teams, with the Knicks and Cleveland Cavaliers. You'll go into the uh, arenas now in the stadiums and you'll see QR codes that are telling you to get the digital collectible. And, uh, you know, we, once this happens, we see it go, whoop, whoop, it goes, it goes. Um, because again, sadly, because of the pandemic, everyone, grandparents included, were trained on QR codes because of menus. It's very now a natural behavior as it has been a super popular behavior in Asian markets is now really coming here. And, and now we just connected that ease frictionless to scan and collect. I'm going to really put you on the spot here because whenever I gift my friends an NFT, I really, really want them to go down the rabbit hole. And so in your opinion, or what is your kind of favorite NFT on uh, suites? Uh, or one that would take you down the deepest rabbit hole. Oh, the deepest rabbit hole. That's a good one. I don't want to give away anything. The the racing ones, I would say definitely participate if you're like, it's it's all about fandom, right? If, if what you have, you're not like, you're not into racing, then don't get a racing one. If you're into basketball, get a basketball one. Uh, it really depends on, on what you're into. Uh, but I would say the racing ones are really hot. Um, really amazing 3D content. And there's a lot of utility packed into that and more coming as well as the NBA ones. Um, I would say if you're into sports, check out, uh, you know, our sports NFTs. Uh, as you know, we're launching the, the biggest collectible deal in history, digital collectible deal in history with the NHL over the next five years, which is going to be really fun. So that's an all-encompassing leagues, players, teams. So just keep your eye on that as well. You'll definitely want to get into that if you're uh, 
a huge hockey fan. There's going to be some wild, wild stuff there. And then I would probably, this is so hard, I'm picking favorites. To be honest, I would say that I would say, oh, you know, I get an old Navy dog goes to uh, the Boys and Girls Club. The free T-shirt claim has passed already, but these are dogs are awesome. Or even uh, get a robo dog if you want a Kia robo dog, if you wish to uh, give back immediately. Uh, those go right to Pet Finder Foundation. So you can uh, save some puppies. They do cats, too, if you're a cat person, but you get a dog. You can't play favoritism with NFTs. I love them all. <laughs> can't hard to pick favorites right it is <laughs> yeah the old navy dogs are great that's actually the first one i got on sweet um, oh good and cool. my mom believe it or not sent me an email a couple weeks or months ago and she said hey i just bought my first nft and i'm, I'm what i mean you i just told you to buy eth at four thousand dollars a few weeks ago i'm feeling pretty bad about the recommendations i'm giving to my friends and family she gets this email it takes from old navy it takes her to sweet and she was able to onboard with a credit card like you said using that extremely simple web to flow and she really loved the fact that it went towards charity the boys and girls club and then if you went to the store you got a t-shirt and i just remember learning more about that and looking into the project and then getting one and i thought that was such a cool and well thought out way to put together an nft strategy for a company and then going down the rabbit hole looking at all the other projects that sweet has done and all the partnerships with macy's and the cavaliers and now NHL hockey, it's it's just so cool to to see that, and um, that was we're having a great time. And I'm so I love that story. I mean, again, that is why I came over to Sweet is uh, to you know onboard everyone, right? Like uh, your mom included. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. You know, I think that's the important thing is everyone is welcome to participate. Like, and, and it, it, it you know it will naturally just get easier and easier. But you know, we're certainly at Sweet at the forefront of you know bringing in that mass uh, audience into this uh, to this new world but making it frictionless, you know, no confusion, but also really providing you with all the magic um, and experience that can come with an NFT. So you're not scared off and you're not intimidated by, you know, a, a 15 step sign up process and not having to, you know, oh, I use Safari. What do you mean I can't install this extension? What does that mean? You know, like everything that goes into it, the things that still, I'm a pro and I get agita every time I meant something. I'm like having a heart attack. So imagine for everyone's who's who's still new, right? It's fun. And we're, we're uniquely, we provide like 24 seven customer support. Our, our support team solves in like, I think it's like less than two minutes, clears their tickets and uh, it's like unprecedented in the space because you know you can't call up ethereum right. as we know and <laughs> and other and other things are just so big it's hard to you know kind of control and and uh, help that many people but you know, our team certainly does it and we're very proud of that it's a it's a unique offering and it's why brands come to us because we can help make it not scary <laughs> and when we were on the phone earlier you know you told me a little bit about your involvement with I think you said you were involved with the Crypto Nova project, right? Where you have sort of a face that shows up over top and you just showed us on Zoom, the filter that you can put on through avatars. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where the idea came from? Or um, a part of uh, the three of us, we uh, the three of us formed the the Novoverse. It is uh, oh. myself, it is Crypto Novo, the, the, the human crypto punk, as they 
call it, <laughs> call him, and Beskar X, who was a former colleague of mine at the previous agency, but also a, a best friend and been, uh, you know, kind of going down the rabbit hole from the beginning. Uh, Crypto Nova was the master lead of this whole crazy Web3 experience, like kind of really bringing us in, but and getting our fee with. He was an early, early investor of CryptoPunks when it was super cheap, has used his as his identity from day one. And what we ended up doing was, you know, kind of getting more uh, involved deeper into these experiences. And um, Beskar, who has a really great AR tech background, ended up, what we were ended up doing is creating these uh, AR filter masks. So that way you can be your PFP and started with Crypto Novo. And we took his CryptoPunk and made that into a workable AR filter that he could use and be undoxed in all uh, meetings and discords and content and, and become his, become what is now his brand as the CryptoPunk. Um, but be able to wear that mask, but do it so digitally so he can create content with it as well. A couple of our earliest users was G-Money. You know, you see him in every single photo or, or you don't at least because he's wearing a mask, you know, and he uses our AR filter mask for his use and spotty Wi-Fi. Uh, we gave him his mask. So we really started this movement of using that as, you know, a way to convey your identity in Web3 communities. And now it's becoming a something that you're coming coming a part of the PFP projects. If you look at Clone X, um, that's the one I I sport and use all the time. I'm a that's my that's who I identify with my robo DNA. They're just launching all their 3D assets to give to creators now to end instructions to make your own Snapchat Clone X filter. You're just going to see more of this and more of this happening. Uh, sometimes you know. If it's a little too, if you're not technical and you don't know how to use Blender or 3D tools, it might be a little hard for you. That's why uh, we've been rolling out avatar.xyz, A-V-A-T-X-R-S.xyz, uh, which is uh, a destination you could go and you can uh, learn more about our AR filters and how you could get one for yourself of your PFP and, and, and live your Web3 life as you need to. But uh, super fun, great for cocktail parties and uh, Zoom meetings. So, and so uh, you leverage Snapchat or you like the actual company Snap, right? Snapchat. Yeah, we use. Uh, so the, yeah, the the filter itself is used as a Snap filter in Snapchat. So they have a Snap Studio, which anyone could go in and make any type of AR filter you want. Ours are specifically 3D renders of PFPs, and so you get the code, you'll get the URL, then you install that on your computer and you could use it on your computer. You could use it on your phone for mobile social content. And uh, there's certain, certainly other applications coming to market that will be able to leverage the same type of experience, but uh, easiest wow. and kind of native that just works with any video chat browser is uh, Snapcam, it's called so for desktop, but we'll make you the, we'll make you a really sweet avatar mask regardless. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll become my old Navy dog on Zoom calls. Um, you know what? <laughs> Your wish is my command. <laughs> we have, we, like, we're certainly uh, all about that. Like, again, we believe in pushing the envelope of innovation at Suite. So, you know, um, AR filters using your using and viewing your 3D assets that you collect in uh, AR and immersive spaces is absolutely where we're at. So we're excited for people like you to say, wow, this is so awesome. This is amazing. Yes, it is. It's magical. It'll, it'll happen as we onboard many, many folks to uh, participate and, and get all their digital wearables thrown on their bodies. <laughs>
sounds like a great recipe to go viral kind of infiltrating or plugging into you know the uh the viral uh web two companies snapchat uh you know tiktok instagram facebook uh you know where uh you get a couple people who you know put these things on and make a couple videos and everybody's like wow that's really cool like what is that how do i do that and then all of a sudden they're buying nfts and they're a degen like all of us welcome to the there's family a, yeah there's a company uh, i'm good friends with them called genie g-e-e-n-e-e and they made a full body version of it for ar where i could dance and next to me will be my replica of the clonex dancing at the same way i do so it does full body tracking and then you can superimpose your entire body it's absolutely crazy so it's a lot of magical stuff happening out there it's like wild and we're just gonna blow everyone's minds <laughs> You know, and look, it's becoming native. You, you just listed all the companies that I, I haven't heard specifics around TikTok, but, you know, obviously Instagram has made an announcement recently that they're integrating NFTs directly into the experience where you'll have a tab for all your collectibles. Um, I would expect them to follow suit with the filters, I'm sure. And uh, Snapchat, uh, there was like a leaked something that happened uh, earlier this month saying that they're going to allow you to unlock avatars specifically when having a certain NFT. You know, they're, the social companies are all seem to be leaning into it for the most part, uh, which is a good sign. You know, they wouldn't do that if they were going to test that. That means they're really serious about it. If they're going to integrate that and deploy it into the main apps. Um, that's a really great signal that, you know, this is just going to get into the attention, hands and eyes of more, more people, which is what's needed for this, you know, really fun Web3 industry to really explode in a good way. <laughs> yes. And on the topic of AR, you also mentioned the Ellen John uh, project. I think there's mm -hmm. maybe two, right? Rocket Man and then with the Jadu hoverboards. What's going on with that project? <laughs> that was really fun to work with. So working with Elton John, uh, it was a, quite surreal to get that request to help, you know, work on that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Elton John yes. going into Web3. Amazing. Pretty, pretty sick. He wanted to, you know, start to establish himself. Uh, he's always on trend. You know, he's even popular now. It's just, I think this week he mentioned uh, that Britney Spears and him are doing a track after the hit from Dua Lipa, you know, the year prior. So he's on trend. My three-year-old daughter knows the song. So hyper relevant even today, you know, fashion icon and uh, looking to get into the Web3 space. It was his uh, birthday. I think it was back in March. Um they launched for his fan club and anyone who wanted to come collect and wish him a happy birthday in exchange, they would get a uh, envelope NFT and that envelope NFT uh, in June, I guess that's when, is that when NFT NYC was, we yeah. culminated at the same time as like eons ago. Um, but uh, if you ha hung on to that, uh, we did some really cool stuff uh, around NFT NYC Two things. Uh, one, your envelope would, if you wanted to claim it, uh, can open and you would be able to get an Elton John rocket pass, which is a cool 3D rocket that will basically take you on the journey going forward into his into his future world. He's on his uh, farewell tour and obviously some really fun stuff uh, happening as he's doing that for the next two years. Additionally, we worked with Jadu, uh, which is a, a really amazing uh, Web3 AR metaverse platform and community. And they started with uh, Jadu uh, Jetpacks, which is probably their, their first Genesis token. Uh, they ended up doing some hoverboards after that with the, the Grimes and Snoop Dogg and Lewis Hamilton, and some, uh, some famous folks. And um, 
when we were thinking about like, you know, how do we do something really epic for Elton, but also how can we do something that gives back uh, as well? Because we want to do, you know, we want to do some good. Uh, we started thinking about like, okay, well, he's the rocket man. And what's like the coolest rocket thing in, in Web3? Well, there's no question that's Jadu, right? And they're partnering up, you know, connecting with all these amazing Web3 other communities, bringing avatars into the metaverse. They have an avatar drop happening uh, very soon this month, actually, with the AVAs, which looked incredible. We partnered up with them. It was so amazing to create a Elton John one of one limited edition hoverboard. Uh, that was styled by Voxel Bunny, who's been doing a lot of incredible voxelized uh, work for Sandbox and for Snoop Dogg and uh, a couple other major brands. Uh, so she's been like a, an artist has been, you know, certainly we've been keeping our eye on and, and is popular. So excited to work with her and create this incredible hoverboard that features the piano notes. It's, it's, got, it's got Elton John's glasses. It's got a little pinball machine for the pinball wizard. Um, and the notes on the bottom is actually Rocket Man, um, the actual notes. So there's like a lot of cool Easter eggs and pieces in there. And what we did was culminate together with the Jadu community as well as the Elton and bring the Elton John community together uh, to bring them into the mix, give them rockets as a gift to participate. But with the hoverboard, we auctioned it as a one of one on uh, suite and uh, that sold for I believe it was $80,000 at the time, um, which 100% of those proceeds went to the Elton John AIDS Foundation. That was uh, something we're really proud of. We then had a great celebration at, in Central Park uh, with the Jadu team. So it became like a really epic moment. And it was great to bring a, in an authentic way, uh, a Web3 community together with, you know, Elton and, and this fan base that is not Web3, right? But also has, did participate with the envelope, you know, looking to get into this because they're fans. So they're excited to come on this journey. And so it's good to bring them both together. That's something I strive to do as we're, you know, working with brands is to make it true and authentic to the Web3 ethos and being decentralized, not doing, you know, money grabs, not doing things just to check a box, like try to give some true meaning and if possible, even give back to, both to the collector and to, you know, a charitable component if possible. You know, it's been really rewarding. Uh, to do that. It's amazing to see the impact, the direct impact there to charities, Boys and Girls Club, the AIDS Foundation. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah, it's wild. And uh, we, we plan on doing much, much more. Uh, so, you know, definitely stay tuned. Will do. A little closing thoughts here, thinking about just the macro level and thinking towards the future, 10 rough, 10, 20 years down the road. How do you think Web3, blockchain, the metaverse might look differently? How will the internet change and any uh, either protocols on the NFT realm that don't exist today that you think will exist and features or use cases that will be possible 10, 20 years down the road. Mm, so uh, that's a long way out, but <laughs> like futuristic projections that you can throw out or that you're really uh, excited about. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, Look, I, I plan to still be holding many of my um, uh, NFTs by that point. And then hopefully my, my now my three-year-old daughter, she'll be using, you know, she'll be getting out of college at this point uh, and hopefully uh, maybe already used her boss beauty for a scholarship, right? Like, uh, I hope that's the case <laughs> in that that yeah. long time frame. But by, the, by that time, we'll be in Web 5 or 6, uh, won't be Web 3. That'll be, that'll be in the rear view mirror for sure. 
Um, and I think, you know, what's going to happen is a lot of this will melt away. You know, probably the term NFT won't even exist. It's not like I tell you, um, you know, HTTPS, you know, and do the TCP IP. Like we don't talk about these, the, the, the plumbing necessarily uh, in everyday language. And I think so all this blockchain and which blockchain and the word NFT will probably not be in our language anymore. I mean, these are digital collectibles, but this is all just decentralized data, decentralized systems, right? It's just going to be the way it is. Uh, I think a lot of this will be, obviously the, the technicalities will be gone, but we'll be focusing on some quantum chain, I'm sure, in that time frame. But it will be natural, probably just be integrated into everyday life and hopefully very interoperable. Uh, and that's always been my thing is like uh, the dream and the ideal of having NFTs really coexist on multiple blockchains. Um, you know, having a wearable that really you can wear across any game, any metaverse experience. But, you know, there's still a lot of so many non-uniform, non, a lot of disconnect. It just mm -hmm. needs to be more decentralized, but to the point that it can also interoperate. And that's where we'll have all our medical records. I was actually <laughs> at a doctor the other day and she, the nurse who was helping set up my appointment says, yes, yeah, so I'm just going to fax this over to the department. And I'm like, I said, really? You're going <laughs> to fax this? You're going to put this in a fa this paper with handwriting in a fax machine? That's going to go, somebody's going to do something with it? She's like, yeah, what would you do? I said, well... <laughs> now that you ask, <laughs> I would put it on the blockchain. She's like, what do you do? I'm like, NFT. She's like, oh, interesting. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I would put records on the blockchain. I would have my health. I would have other secure, but like the data that you need uh, all uh, integrated into a, a blockchain system that is immutable, but yet also transportable and correct and not hackable to a point. There will be systems are based on that. You know, I always go back to... Um, cell phone technology, you know, and the evolutions of that, you know, mm -hmm. that had their own Gs, right? 3G, always dating myself, but like BlackBerry Bold came out in 3G, AT&T, you know, 3G network. Oh my goodness. You're going to be able to live text each other and send pictures. Oh my God, we lost our minds. Game changing. You know, then you get to six, seven years later, it's 4G. And you're telling me I could stream a video have live two-way video chat? No way. This is crazy to me. I could watch a movie on my phone and yeah. do a map. Wow. And this like blew our minds completely. And then 5G, recent of recent memory, you know, pre-pandemic, that was what was the cause of the pandemic. The birds were going to explode. Their little hearts were going to burn up and it pop out of the sky because of the 5G networks where people remember like chainsawing them down and burning them because they thought it was like the end of the world. Does, do you hear about any of this anymore? Yeah. Or is it just a 5G icon on your phone and we just move on with our lives, right? And we just use it without thinking about it. So I think, I, I don't think we have to wait 20 years for that. I mean, like that's hopefully in about three years is how we'll be just trading, uh, collecting and transferring and using digital collectibles. And uh, I think that's where we'll, we'll be in that point. In the future, it's like the simulation. So good luck to all. 100%. Uh, you know, all of us DGENs must think of alike because I was telling my doctor about blockchain and storing health information uh, just last week. <laughs> so all of our heads kind of go go the same way. Faxing? Um, Faxing? Are you kidding me? Faxing? Really? Oh, I, I, I got chills. <laughs> yeah. And 
asinine. Um, but I have a prediction for myself for the future. Uh, I think I'm going to max out my credit card on sweets, trying to get all of my friends and family. I'll <laughs> be totally serious. Love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> So that's that'll 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 be in my future. I love that, and uh, thanks for the plug. And uh, you know, happy to throw out tips. Uh, but you know, uh, what I love is that we'll have something pas- that for your passion will be there. There's no question whether that's you know music, entertainment, sports, you name it. We're gonna have that available from your favorite brands on our platform, and excited to bring that to the masses and get people you know the get the masses super pumped about NFTs and using them. Uh, and loving them. So we're going to bring everybody into the party. That's perfect. I love that. And I think that's a perfect spot to end it. Uh, Andrew, thank you for joining so much. I know that I really enjoyed this conversation and and having you on. Yes. Thank you so much, Andrew. Um, Where can people go to learn more about you, Andrew, and about Sweet? To learn about Sweet, just go to sweet.io. Pretty easy. Sweet like sugar, uh, S-W-E-E-T dot I-O. Check it out. I bet you'll never make a wallet and collect an antique quicker uh, in your life. I'll challenge you there. And uh, if you want to follow along with my Web3 adventures, uh, you could follow me at J-R-R token NFT at Twitter. I will be there. Please feel free to follow. Always trying to share latest, craziest, coolest things I'm finding and always happy to connect. And uh, please reach out if there's a, if you ever want to jam on NFTs and brands. Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks again for the time. Really enjoyed it. And uh, we'll have to to stay in touch. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Ping me, hit me up, let me know. Happy to help and appreciate the time and uh, having me on. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. hundred percent. Thank you. All right. right, Cool. Um, I'm going to actually, and I got to make sure I follow you. Could you put your Twitters in the, uh, in the chat before we bounce? So I could just follow that. I'll add mine as well. I'd love to Gen one. And yeah, I'd love to follow you guys. Yeah. um, Certainly if there's any, um, if you come out, uh, if you come out East, let me know. And we could always, you know, try to meet up if you're in New York area and certainly if you come up, uh, come up North. Oh yeah. Be posted. Uh, I haven't, I don't have anything necessarily on my dance card. I was trying to go to Beniverse, Miami, but that got moved to November. Would like to make it out to a conference one of these days. Cool. Uh, I mean, oh man, NFT NYC was so good. It's fun. It was so good. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was just like at the peak of the crash. So everybody was like, is this just going to be everyone crying? (laughs) My bags, my bags. And like, uh, it ended up being like the coolest thing, I guess, because I selected the right NFTs. So I had had all the best parties and I was in. So yeah, Uh, but it was fun, like so upbeat and positive. And it was like, I think this whole crash was perfect, really, for the weeding out scammers. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, a good purge of crap. (laughs) <laughs> and now we're now we've got some cream on the crop and now we're on coming back. So it's fun. Yeah. Cool. The real ones yeah. By the way, I'm in Pittsburgh. If you guys are if you guys are ever in look me up, hit me up on Twitter. I don't know why you guys would ever be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Never know. Pittsburgh, see the see a pirates game. Habit a penguins game. And uh so that'll that should be a target when we launch the Pittsburgh Penguins NFTs. You're definitely gonna want to get in on that. So and then, that's- well, I'll make sure that I pitch like a hardcore Pittsburgh Penguins event. I'm coming down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. All right, cool. 
Well, thanks again. Uh, great to meet you both. And if there's anything uh, follow up you need or questions, or I could do an audio, whatever you need, let me know. So thanks. Thanks again. All right. Peace. All right. Later.